This is Slobberknockers, the show where three fans get off the couch and on the mics to talk all things football. With your hosts, Joshua Toomey, Gene Vogel, and yours truly, Baco. Welcome to Slobberknockers. My name is Baco, and I am joined, as always, with Josh Toomey from the Talk Toomey podcast and Gene Vogel from the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Gentlemen, good to be talking to you. You as well. Always great to talk to you, Baco and Gene. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start out with something a little bit heavy. Uh, obviously, I everybody's aware of the uh, the situation with Demar Hamlin. Uh, Buffalo safety had a cardiac arrest on the field last night during the Monday Night Football game, early in the fourth quor- or first quarter. Um, the latest update on him uh, is that if you guys know more, but the the last thing I, I was trying to find if there was any update. Not surprising that we're not going to hear too much more right now, but he's been intubated. He's been uh, basically put to sleep, and he is stable but in critical condition, still in the Cincinnati hospital, and the NFL made it official. They will not be replaying the game this week. Um, on that, I think I'll get to just in a little bit here, at least ask you guys the thoughts on, on – because maybe I, I got to believe that we're talking on Tuesday. I think by Thursday we'll probably have some more – concrete answers as to what the NFL is going to do, but uh, pretty disturbing moment. Um, and I'm not even sure. I don't know. I hung in there for almost the full hour uh, before I, I tapped out. Uh, were you guys watching the game? Uh, I'll start with you, Timmy, and then we'll kick to Gene. Um, uh, were, were you were you watching live, and uh, what are your overall thoughts? I was not watching live. I was actually recording a podcast, a la Gene Vogel. But uh, <laughs> no, we um, we were recording, and my wife, you know, uh, she doesn't watch the game, like especially if I'm not in the room. Mm-hmm. But her family are all from Buffalo, like they're all from the Buffalo area, so they're all big Bills fans. And I guess her <clears throat> her Facebook feed just blew up with all this stuff about the thing, so okay. she sent it to me during the show while I was recording and I was like, I figured it was like a, you know, somebody broke a leg or, you know, twisted an ankle or something. <clears throat> so I watched the play and it, it's crazy because it's not a, you know, it's not a dirty hit. It's not an illegal hit. It's not a late hit. Like it's about the most form tackle, you know, play you can see. And he just like gets hit and he stands up. And then he just collapses and it's, it's one of the more disturbing ones just because it's not, you know, something crazy or huge, massive hit, you know, it just, he kind of just absorbed T Higgins and then went down. So, I mean, from the, from the first, first time you see it, you're like, Oh, that, that doesn't look too bad. And then once you get into the fact that they were doing CPR on the field and brought out the defibrillator and, you know, had to wait for his mom to get out of the stands to throw her in the ambulance and, you know, all the stuff that kind of after that, man, it's crazy to hear. And he's only 24 years old, man. So yeah. way too young, man. The best, I know Ryan Clark on ESPN did a big, long thing, but the best quote that he said on that whole thing was, he was like, when I was 24 years old, I didn't even know I could die. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, when you're 24, you don't think you're ever going to die, you know? So sucks. <laughs> Gene, what are your thoughts? I missed the whole thing. Is I I don't have cable, so my football comes through the uh, through the air on my antenna or through um, Amazon Prime. 
So I wasn't watching the game, but I did start to see some hubbub about it. And then I started digging into it, but I didn't dig too deep until this morning just to see what what happened. Because, you know, like in my mind, I was thinking there was a huge mass. I mean, Kirk uh, Cousins has taken bigger hits than that. Yeah. And <laughs> walked away from it. So it was surprising. Yeah, just he gets up and, and like ready to go to the next play and then just over and it's like wow okay that sucks because <laughs> there's you're you, like you said you're he's a young guy you don't expect something like that but you know i know there's a lot of speculation they're saying he might have some sort of rare condition and stuff i'm kind of waiting to see until you know yeah. the smoke moves because there's no point in speculating yeah they don't know if it was like a, a freak hit like just just the right amount of pressure at the right spot because i we're, we're hearing all sorts of uh, of stories of this stuff now. Apparently, in lacrosse, it's well, common's probably the wrong word, but it happens in there more frequently. And the, the ball just hits somebody right, um, and this kind of thing happens. But yeah, it also, like you said, it could also be some kind of undiagnosed uh, cardiac condition, something that, that that you know he he was even unaware that he lived with. And and I agree, <laughs> we'll find that stuff out when we get to it. Um, I actually, uh, I, I had to, <laughs> I had to pick up my wife from work. We went out to eat. I came home and it was, I turned on the TV just to see what the score was, honestly. And based on what uh, Troy Aikman or Joe Buck were saying, uh, the ambulance had been on the field about three to five minutes at that point. Um, so it was fairly close to when it happened, but so I missed the actual hit. I did actually watch the video though, and yeah, it's just like Toomey said, you know, it, it, it's a pretty mundane football play the guy stands up he, he and then boom um so yeah the i actually thought i i felt bad for it seemed like both uh, joe buck and troy ba- troy aikman did the best they could on site and then they kick it to the studio and they did the best they could i've never been a big fan of booger mcfarland but he elevated himself for me as just a human being I thought he was the most genuine person on like during the live coverage of, of the whole thing. Susie Kolber, understandably so, seemed seemed like I don't know what the fuck to say. And and I have some opinions of Adam Schefter and the and and his old role in, in the world of the NFL that I think might be biasing how I view his reaction. So I don't really wanna I don't wanna put that into the universe. It's on my Facebook page if you wanna see it, but uh I, I hope I'm wrong. It just didn't seem very genuine compared to the other two. But honestly, everybody was in a difficult situation. I've heard comments like ESPN should have like gone to something else. I don't even know. What do you go to? And if you do go to it, are you being insensitive to the situation? I don't know that there's a right answer in any of this stuff. I don't know that the NFL could have had the answer to the fans quicker. <laughs> this is just such a weird situation. I, 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 when it comes to all that kind of stuff, I, I'm having a hard time judging people too hard. Yeah, I mean, even though like we're lowly podcasters and we talk about, you know, Kiss and Molly Crew drummers <laughs> and things like that. I mean, could you imagine just like in the middle of of your talk just having to like switch everything and all of a sudden try to articulate what's right. happening on the field and and just I I I think that we can all kind of uh agree that it's probably just a really tough spot to be in, you know, just to kind of go from like so much preparation to call a football game for a three and a half hour show to all of a sudden life and death mm-hmm. and trying to trying to make sense of it all. So it's, it's, it's a tough place to be put in. 
Well, one thing too is if they kill the footage, what's everybody going to do? They're immediately going to rush to social media and everywhere else because they want to see what's going on. They want the uh, people were really concerned for this guy. Yeah. So if you, if you kill the feed, you're just killing the information. Yeah, and um, and, um, and it's easy to, to look at that in hindsight. You know what I mean? But oh, I think absolutely. honestly, for the first thirty minutes, we didn't really know. I mean, other than the, the the player reactions were probably pretty telling, but yeah, I'm with you, Gene. It's just like it is a source of the. If I think everybody, even well, right now for sure, is is just hoping to hear the same thing. We all just want to hear he's going to be okay. Um, yeah. I, no one gives a fuck about his football career. No one uh, cares about the impact of the game, which we do probably have to talk a little bit on because this is what we do, but. It's and I think Toomey, you made a great point. Probably because maybe maybe in the, subconsciously I felt a little like, what the fuck would I even do in that situation? I mean, it, how do you, how do you? <laughs> He's got everything jumbling around here. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough place for everybody to be put in. And maybe for selfish reasons, we want to hear is okay because then we can move to the next thing, which is what do you do? Uh, I heard. Um, uh, on the Dan Patrick show, uh, he had Mark uh, Mike Florio of the uh, ProFootballTalk.com, and he actually recommended like his personal view, and I actually like it. He's like, just have him play this weekend if if they're ready. Who even knows? I mean, I don't understand exactly how how you get behind that, but not my not my decision. But and then you just basically cancel all the Week 18 games other than that game, and then you push everything off a week. And you get rid of the week between the Super Bowl or the, the the conference championship games and the Super Bowl, and there is some precedent for that. Not because of this kind of reason. The other thing he brought up was like last uh, well, twenty twenty. They had all these things in play that were basically like if COVID games got canceled, those games we were going to shift um, to basically a percentage base. Like, what is your your winning percentage as, as far as a tiebreaker? So maybe they'll do something like that. I've also heard. Just call it a tie. I don't know how you do that. I I don't know. Have you guys put any thought into this at all? Uh, I mean, we are the three of the brightest minds on this podcast to to break down football, so we, we have to have some kind of answer, right? Well, I mean, if, well, I think it's 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 crazy because of all the Monday night games that we've had. You know, this is the one with the most kind of. Uh, mm. You know, to do with standings and, you know, first overall spe- seeds and stuff. I mean, this isn't just two, four and seven teams, you know, battling it out at the end of the year. I mean, this this game, aside from DeMar, has huge consequences when it comes to the standings and all that nonsense. So, I mean, honestly, with the Titans being so banged up as they are, give them another week. You know, like I was saying, to, to kind of get ready for Jacksonville and to, to do all that stuff. But I do um, like th- I do like that solution. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that. I, it's just it's it, it's it's a lot to move. Mm-hmm. You know, conference championship or uh, sorry, the you know the AFC championship games, all that stuff. It's that's every already set in stone. team in one week yeah. doesn't play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I'm just it's, that's it's the a, fans, a, the travel, the hotels, all. That, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, but to me, it's uh, the it's the fairest. Yeah, but I mean, you know. You also you also have to look at all those people that you know bought tickets and mm-hmm. hotels and all like you said hotels and tickets and you know that have it for this weekend but 
can't do it next weekend because they've already taken the PTO, Eric Church. I was just and- damn it, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I've been listening to the best of uh, Cobras and Fire. Uh, I'm sorry so, about so that. A lot of Eric Church talk on that. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's a lot to move everything around, and honestly, you know, you know, T's and P's out to his family and friends and all that stuff, and and you know, if he if he you know pulls through, then you know, this is this is right up there with like the Ryan Shazier's and stuff like that, yeah. you know. But obviously, if he passes away, then that that leaves a whole new level to it. I mean, I, I was listening to people today talking about canceling the season and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, man! Like, it sucks, but it doesn't suck that bad. <laughs> like, I I was happy when I woke up today to find out that he was still breathing. He was, and like he at least was stable. Um, I yeah. mean, and again, I'm actually I'm actually more blown away that we don't see this more often. Like, yeah. for the, all the hits and the just all the just you know there's there hasn't been there's like what one guy in the last 50 years that passed away like 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 1971 uh player for the lions i guess died they t- they brought that up today a wide receiver but, Hughes. yeah yeah and then but i mean like in the early days of football they talk about like 11 players dying a, well, a season and shit on that, LC was recently on uh, Gene's podcast, and apparently I was old enough to watch that live, so I remember it clearly. Oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I know a little levity, people. You know, and we're, we we are taking this seriously. Yeah. I think, but oh yeah, well, so it, it's just a tough thing all around. Well, I said I think almost selfishly we just want to hear that he's going to be okay so that we can continue on and answer these questions and then, of course, do the stupid show that we're doing without, you know, <laughs> any trepidation. But the show must go on. Um, yeah, I well, I guess real quick, what are you guys' predictions? What do you think they're going to do? I guess they're probably just going to not call it a win or a loss for either team and go with the win percentage. I think that's the, the most likely scenario. I think scenario. that's probably the... That's probably the best idea, you know. I still, well, I think I seriously think the best idea is pushing everything off a week, let them make this game up. But I, I think that's if I'm a betting man, that's where I'm going. I think if you don't have a make them though, it's because as soon as you put those two teams on the field again with each other, is it just kind of picking up that? Picking like that watching scale. the Pro Bowl, <laughs> 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 they're not going to tackle anybody. Oh, right. I, you know, I think it's it'd be nice if there would be an opportunity for them to, you know, obviously this the the quicker he could, you know, make a recovery or at least hopefully that's the case. He comes out of this and then the team, you know, I think then if they can feel like, OK, let's move on. Let's win one for the Gipper. But until that happens, it's like uh, making a decision makes it for me a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and I don't even know when the right time to make the decision is. And again, I don't know what these players, you know, what, what they're thinking. I mean, think of uh, T. Higgins, the guy who was involved in the tackle. I mean, I can't, I can't even put myself. I, I, I'm thinking of how shocked I was, and then I, the idea that like I got to ask that guy to go out and kick some ass. Um, I'm not. I, I yeah. Short short way of saying I don't have any fucking answers. I mean, uh, I, I I do love this game. Um, I've, I've been a passionate fan of the Vikings for you know the bulk of my life, but it is violent. And but you know we're so used to even when they're just horrific, these long pauses where the announcers don't know what to say, and a stretcher comes out, and the guy gives a thumbs up. 
and then everybody goes back back to to you know playing the game and with that little black cloud hanging over it but things move on he's not the first athlete to you know be carted off a field but this was this one feels just a little bit I don't know, heavier. So uh, the best to uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family. I I really just, I don't know. I I got nothing better to say. I'm right there with you, sir. All right. Well, let's move into the lighter end of this stuff. Uh, uh, The the Titans actually put up a fight with almost nobody on the team able to play against the Cowboys. And the Vikings – Pretty much, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. What, I don't even remember them. Uh, did they even go to Green Bay? I, I'm not even sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we 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 did our best work with our backups. Uh, it was a it was a bad game for us injury wise. We lost our all pro right tackle. Probably at least. God, it sounds like through the playoffs. Um, they put they put him and our second string center on injured reserve, which means they can't play for at least four weeks. And so we were already kind of decimated, and we got this third-string guy. And I, I thought, um, oh, the guy I really don't care for. Tony Romo made a great point, like, just dumb down the cadence. This guy hasn't even played a game at center in the NFL, period. Let's let's uh, keep it a little lighter. Uh, just go hut, hut, hut. And then just, you know, it's that did seem to fuck with us a little bit. And the Vikings are blaming on the cleats. To me, that sounds... There's no way in this year you only have 32 people in the in the entire league that need to worry about hey what's the best cleat to wear today I gotta believe they they should have had a better plan at least after the first drive the first time you're on the field it's like I don't think these cleats are gonna work right we gotta switch but anyway uh, to me let's break down the Titans game first and then Gene and when he's done you give us uh you give us uh, the whole Viking synopsis. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of one of those, you know, it, it would have been nice to kind of get off the schneid in this five game losing streak. Now is it six? Um, we signed Josh Dobbs off of like Detroit's practice squad. I didn't even know it was there. Looked pretty um, good. He did look pretty good. Uh, you know, former university of Tennessee. Great. So all the Tennessee Vols fans are, are, are cream in the sheets down there in Tennessee. Keep going. Um, but the, uh, the, you know, the thing with, with, with the game is we had like eight starters out on offense, nine starters out on defense, you know, a makeshift offensive line. And I figured we were going to go into this Cowboys game, just get just, just, just demolished. Like you could have given me Cowboys minus 30 and I probably would have taken it. Um, but man, they showed some, uh, they showed some heart and they showed some promise and, you know, some awesome plays here and there. And, and I'll take it, man. I'll, I'll, I'll take what they did. Um, I, it gives me a lot of hope, and I think a lot of other Titans fans hope going into the Jacksonville game that Josh Dobbs, if he has Derrick Henry, has the the all of the offensive weapons and majority of our defensive weapons back too, uh, can kind of go down there and uh, make the playoffs. I haven't looked at the matchup. Is this in Tennessee or in Jacksonville? No, it's Jacksonville. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, I think I think you know. We'll get to my pick later, right? But uh, I don't want to ruin it for you. But uh, <laughs> but but I think I think that Josh Dobbs under center kind of gave everybody a little bit of hope uh, going into the Jacksonville game. Gene, 
Well, what the hell happened, man? You (laughs) told. Yeah, what the hell happened? That's a good question. That was a team that looked like they didn't prepare. I think they they probably thought it was uh, let's work on the the game after this game, but that would be the Bears game. So that doesn't make any sense. So what are you prepping for? Are you you prepping for the first round of the playoffs? I think uh, they listened to our show and got overconfident with my rant about how the Packers haven't beat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they bought into it, and they went out there and, yeah, seemingly ill-prepared, cleats and otherwise. Yeah, because I have could have sworn I've seen, in, as soon as, like, you get players off that first rod and the, that first three and out, you, immediately people, they're on the, the sideline and they're changing out their cleats. They're getting the, the cleats that they need for the day. I thought they always have multiple options for these type of situations. And if they didn't bring that, then what the hell's going on? Uh, so, you know, we get the block punt and we're on the two, one yard line thinking this is a, this is a gimme. You just, you basically have to trip forward. I mean, Kirk could have just snuck that in and we couldn't get in field goal. We had to take a field goal. And that was like, well, this is kind of feel like early Vikings setting the tone. And then hopefully the second half, they'll come back. And then we immediately give up the, uh, the punt for a return for a touchdown or the kickoff return for a touchdown. And then just a cavalcade of, of bad decisions and poor play, you know, even some missed calls, but there even the referees, you can't blame for this one because it wasn't even that close to where it was like, boy, we there's chipping shit. No, we were we were there only in in physical specimens only. No, nobody there was spiritually. Nobody was there. It's it's almost seemed like they went there planning to not win the game. I'm like, are they maybe they're playing for that third round? Everybody's all excited now. Are they want to be the third seed because now we got the Giants and we have we can hold up against the Giants. Like, okay, great, we'll get a first round win and then what? Hmm. So I. I don't know. Maybe maybe Quasey and Kevin have such a great idea of how they want the postseason to go that they're willing to go to Green Bay and crap the bed. I don't see it. A girl, but, I, a girl I made out in, with in high school was at the game, so I blame her. Or me? I thought you were going to bring up about her crap in the bed. <laughs> yeah, I man, I, I saw this um, annoying statistic uh, before the game. And it was uh, it was one of those things where it's like, well, if if every one of these games would have just ended at after the third quarter, this is what this, uh, the winning records would be for all the teams. And of course, it's not very good for the Vikings. And I'm like, but the fourth quarter did happen, right? Like, what? How about this? What What if all the points that were scored against my team didn't count, but all our points did? What would our record be then? How about if all the points we scored in a game, we scored in quarters one through three, but the people we played, all their points were scored in the fourth quarter. What would our record be? It's just, it's one of those dumb things. And so with that, I want to go, yeah, all you do is get rid of those two interception returns, the two mixed missed field goals, score a touchdown on that first drive, and we got a fucking game. Here's the problem with that, Gene. Absolutely none of that shit happened. The, the Packers had two returns for a touchdown. We did miss two field goals. We did fucking blow it with on the one-yard line 
I think well, we had first and goal the second time and, and, and didn't get in. I just... So, it fucked us this time. Is there going to be a meme to say, well, actually, if you think about it, the Vikings probably would have done pretty good if you... Uh, no! We got our ass kicked. You know, the, It didn't feel like the Colts game. The Colts game was like, God, we just keep shooting ourselves in the foot, and they can't do a fucking thing in spite of it. Aaron Rodgers looked kind of flat, to be honest with you. He looked like he's looked most of the year. Um, yeah. and, and but and then all of a sudden he like skibbity doops scoops out and then like just flings like a damn near spot on dart. It's like where how are you missing a guy on a screen pass but you're dropping this fucking dime, and then so that's frustrating. But yeah, it's just it it doesn't matter. The, the I, things happen. This is the way it goes. I saw a tweet today that I think sums it up. The Vikings are either going to win the Super Bowl or lose by 40 in the playoffs. So, First round of playoffs, yeah. <laughs> All right. I saw that as well. Yes, that's 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 very conceivable either way. Somehow we, if we find that horseshoe. Either Kevin's got to sit back on that horseshoe wherever he dropped it, get that thing shoved right back up his ass, and let's start winning these games by uh, uh, three points or two points or one point for that matter. If it, if it all factors into a Super Bowl, great. Uh, but you won't catch me holding my breath on that one. All right. Uh, well, Gene, I'm going to ha- ask you to pre- prepare and do a couple things for me here while I break this down. If you could look up how many, unless Toomey knows off the top of the head. Toomey, do you know how many sacks Jeff Simmons has off the top of your head? Tennessee no. Titan jo- Jeff Simmons. Can you look how many sacks he has? Uh, Jeffrey uh, Simmons, buddy. Jeffrey Simmons. And what then, you, 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 you and then, buddy? Can you pull up Ryan Tannehill's season stats? So we're going to get into a couple things that uh, with week one before. Uh, Why are we bringing up this old stuff? <laughs> hey, we got our week. Toomey and I started off this podcast with five bold predictions, and a lot of them we can uh, basically call a, a, a hit or a miss. So um, the first one that you gave up to me was that Malik Willis will not play until week 18. So that one is a miss. That was a miss. All right. So for the Viking, my first one, I had the Vikings will win at least 11 games or no more than five. So I'm going to call that a win. They, they got 12. So my, my whole point was that they weren't going to be a middle of the road team. Um, Toomey, your number two pick was they'll, the Tennessee Titans will have 11 wins. I think that is mathematically eliminated at this point. Uh, they can still win the division and host a playoff game, but uh, they're not going to hit 11. Uh, if we win the Super Bowl. You know what? We're yeah. going to keep that one alive. <laughs> I, I, I I just listened to it, and there was no like decree like, you're going to win 11 regular season games. I'm sorry, that we can't call that one a loss yet. Nope. In theory, the Tennessee Titans still have a chance at winning 11 games. All right. Um, and then my second pick was we were going to sweep the pack and split with the Lions and Bears. Uh, we still have a game coming up with the Bears, but we know that we didn't sweep the pack. So that is a miss for me. So I'm one and one, and you're just, just we don't know. You have one wrong. Uh, right. So the, the 11 wins thing, we're, we're going to keep in the books until – they're out of the either out of the picture or they do it. So, all right. So, do you have uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill's uh, season stats handy, Gene? I do. All right. How many interceptions has he thrown? Six. All right. So, the, I I think this one counts. Uh, Toomey said less than ten picks. Now you probably didn't. 
plan on him playing less than 10 games. Ba-boom. But, uh, again, no qualifier. It's, it's, it's a correct. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's a one right. All right, I'll take that. All right, and then uh, my third pick was <laughs> Kirk Cousins is going to throw at least 40 touchdowns this season. I think he's 13 shy, so that's uh, going to be a big week in uh, Chicago, but I, I'm, I'm willing to concede that's just not going to happen. All right, so Jeffrey Simmons, how many sacks does he have this year, Gene? According to sources, he has two. All right. Uh, Seven and a half, come on. Two, we predicted 10. So, I uh, will still one game left, so we'll leave that one open. Um, I think that's more in reach than Cousins hitting 40. Uh, but is it seven and a half? Judging by ESPN, it says seven and a half, Gene. Come on. All right. So, he could get, hey, that one's still open, too. So, we'll keep this up to date as we get into the playoffs here. We'll know more next week. Uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, there it is. Sorry, the, the other source was listing something else. Seven and a half tied for 35th. In the sack leaders department, I had the Vikings defense not being ranked any lower than eight. <laughs> um, I think if if uh, Justin Fields runs for negative four hundred yards, we would still not hit the top eighteen. So I'm going to say that one's wrong. All right, and then uh, uh, to me, your last one was the, the the Titans will be a top five defense. I guess I should ask you to look into that too, Gene. Are, are they ranked in the top five? Do you know to me? I would not guess that they are. All right. Um, while one of you guys look that up, I'll say um, the Vikings will win at least one playoff game. So I still have that one in the mix. But uh, right now, you and I each have one correct. And a couple yeah. that, uh, that that we we can wait to find out. So uh, and then I'll I'll share a Super Bowl picks. Gene, I don't know if you you actually have the benefit of the season end. So if you want to do uh, do you want to do a Super Bowl pick uh, next week or do you want to do one now? Uh, next week, I suppose. Okay, so I give you a little time to prepare for it, and also you'll be able to eliminate every team that isn't in the playoffs. <laughs> Um, but to me, we're both sitting pretty good. Everybody's in. Uh, you had the oh, yeah. Bill, Bills versus the Eagles. Uh, that's actually looking pretty good. Mine not as good. I got the Bills versus the Bucks. But uh, boy, Tom Brady, you can't you can't rule him out in playoff time. No, no. So anyway, that's uh, that's where we're sitting on on our uh, preseason bold predictions. So. We'll uh, see. Uh, we'll see how things turn out for us, and then yeah, uh, Gene. Uh, for for anybody listening that that joined in later, Gene was not uh, on the first episode, so he didn't have these bold predictions. And well, because we're not that well organized, we never really went back to it. And uh, frankly, I forgot about it until I realized we were going to be talking about this soon. So, uh, but we'll we'll straighten that out as uh, as we get more professional and, and more organized here. <laughs> All right. Well, Gene, uh, do you have the latest update on the standings? And if you want, you can start with how many correct picks Sinzak has on this season. On the season, Sinzak, there was a Sinzak spotting. Um, wait, sounds like he's got his period. I apologize. Uh, there was a sighting. Oh, oh, oh gross. <laughs> <laughs> he's up to 28 correct picks. Mm, nice. All right. Well, then well, give well us the, uh, the, the, the three of us standing for a second and third and then the overalls. Uh, I am at number one with 162. Baco, you are 16 points behind me. Mm. And then uh, 
So if you go over sixteen and I go sixteen and zero, we can technically tie. Yeah, there's still a chance. Wait a minute. There's still a chance. <laughs> You're saying there's still a chance. And then uh, Toomey bringing up the rear at negative uh, 29 from where I'm at. Mm. And then as far as the group standings, the top five are as follows. Jace Bluski, he actually uh, he created a little distance there. He's got four points over Aaron Martell at number two. Mm. Leslie and myself, we are tied. We are down six points from Jay. And then bringing up the rear is a... Another tie at negative 12. Bringing up the rear. Bringing up the rear at Brian Davis and Scott Crouch. All right. Well, um, we this is week 18, so uh, I, I would officially like to thank everybody who's been playing along in the ESPN Pick'em group with us. And we will be continuing the show into the playoffs and do our weekly picks and, and that kind of things of that nature. So I'll look forward to that. Gentlemen, did I miss anything we needed to get into? What do you got? Uh, I think we're good. All right. Well, the week starts off with a, a, a bunch of Saturday games here. We have Kansas City uh, taking their bowl of gumbo out to Las Vegas. And uh, I'm going to hit some hookers, play some slots, and probably beat the Raiders. Gene. You know, that's one thing that I, I was trying to make considerations for is teams lying down for draft picks or teams go, you know, finding that extra gear to try to save face or, or take out an opponent that they feel like they, they just want to smack them upside the head. Of course, in a game like this, Kansas City might just rest everybody. They might even get on an airplane. They might just send the, a local uh, high school team to go take on and wear some red jerseys to take out the Raiders. I will go with Kansas City to to play a game in Vegas to probably even lay down for, the, for, for uh, draft picks at this point. Sadly, what happens with that whole Bengals-Bills game it has a huge impact on what Kansas City does. Uh, that said, I think Kansas right. City can uh, – they're, they're going to win this game. Um, I mean, you just you just can't go into the Raiders stadium and expect to get a win. Black hole. Uh, the black hole, the, the big Roomba in the desert. Your former uh, host, uh, uh, Ian Watt, co-host Ian Wadley uh, – He's a black hole. Yeah, and a Raiders fan. Just sucks light uh-huh. out of everything. Yeah, and a Raiders <laughs> fan. Yeah. Um, Ian. In honor of Ian, I'm going to go with the Raiders. How about that? That's pretty good. I like that. All right. Then, um, well, the Ravens are heading to Cincinnati to wrap up the season uh, for the Bengals. I get, uh, these are just so touchy. Gene? Yeah, they are very touchy. That was something I did consider. Uh, this one's a one of those win one for the Gipper type of games, I feel. Um, and hopefully everybody's still got their passion to play. I mean, you watch somebody that you, as part of your team, go down like that, and it's got to take a little bit of something out of you unless you can dig deep and find that, you know, find a way around that. Or, you know, he comes out of it and everybody's excited and it's like, let's go, let's go get us back on track. Let's get him a ring. Let's get the team a ring. Uh, so Cincinnati is my pick for. I'm picking them for the rah-rah and uh, win-win for the Gipper. Yeah, I'm picking them because, for whatever reason, I have a problem with Pookie, the, the Ravens quarterback. He's not even playing, though, is he? He's still out? No, they have, like, Pookie, like we have Pookie at home playing. So. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I'm picking the Bengals. Do we? Uh, yeah, I will ride with the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals on this one. Then we have Tampa Bay. Basically, they won the – well, Basically, they won the division. They're going to host a home playoff game. 
Uh, I would actually like the playoffs to be shifted to like, let's just do first and second place in all four divisions, both sides, seed it, and then go. I because uh, I can't stand the idea that every AFC East team might get in there. Although I think uh, the rate uh, the Redskins are the Redskins, the Commanders are pretty much eliminated. But it was a possibility, and I think it's more fun to have two teams. It's like be be inclusive. Who cares that the Falcons suck? Let's put them in the playoffs with the, another shitty team from that division, the Buccaneers. Gene? Yeah, this... Uh, I'm going with Tampa Bay. Winning one on the road. I don't know. That's a tough one because their road games have not been good. And I, Atlanta feels like this is a pride game for them, unless it turns into a pick game for them, where they're just trying to let one slide. But I'll go with Tampa Bay for the win. Tampa's not going to play anybody. They literally have nothing to play for. Other than a a winning record versus a losing record, and I don't think pride is going to factor into the decision. I I got the Falcons winning this one. Uh, Yeah, I'm also taking the home team, Atlanta Falcons. All right. uh, Then the New England Patriots head to Buffalo. And, well, I I think, anyway, Gene, I'm just, I'm sorry. I was going to throw my pick in there. Gene? Yeah, no problem. Uh, Buffalo. Yeah, I'm taking Buffalo for the win on this one. Home team, win one, win one in front of your home crowd to, to wrap up the season, especially after this week. This is more of the win one for the Gipper one because it was their player. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I got uh, I got the Bills beating the Patriots. I the Patriots are kind of I don't know. You want to talk about a fraud team? That that's a team that. Uh, and aren't we all fucking sick of the Patriots anyway? So to me. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Football. Uh, I will take the Buffalo Bills at home in this game. All right. Houston travels to the uh, the, 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 the the city of brotherly love, Indianapolis. Uh, Jeff Saturday, probably his last game as head coach. Uh, to me. Or not to me. Uh, uh, Gene. I think you meant I knew what I meant. I, yeah, I said to me because I know he that's his Packers, man, the Colts. So, Yeah, yeah. He'll save it. He, he, it's, it's coming soon here. Um, this one. I got to go with the home team. That's the only difference maker on this one. It's too terrible. This is the toilet bowl game uh, to wrap up the season, unfortunately. I don't know if there's anybody going to be watching it that didn't accidentally buy a ticket already for this. Uh, Excellent. I'll go with the Colts. <laughs> I got drunk and bought tickets to the Colts game. Uh, well, I can't do that to my boy. I already got slapped the last time I did this, so I'm taking the Texans. Plus, we have a listener that is barely a huge Texans fan. And early on, if you guys recall, I was I liked picking the Texans, so fuck it. I'm going to wrap it up. They're going to close out the season with a win and uh, probably still lock up that number one overall pick. Yeah, the Texans will mess around and win this one. Uh, you know, Indianapolis, just every time they roll a quarterback out there, he gets hurt. You know, just, you just, it's just not a good scene up there in Indianapolis. And the Texans, you know, obviously beat the Titans. They beat the Jaguars a few weeks ago. They could have beat the Chiefs. They could have beat the Cowboys. I mean, they've kind of been in these games lately. Yeah, and they they seem wrong. to be pretty healthy. So I think I'm going to go with the uh, Houston Texans on the road to uh, to finish this one off. All right, the the Jets then uh, flying down to uh, Miami. What do you got here, Gene? 
Oh, geez. Yeah. What's the situation for Miami's quarterback? I just dawned on me. There's no I way he's playing. Which one? Teddy? What's Teddy was in. Teddy had a broken finger, so he's out. And uh, two is, uh, God, you hope they, they sit him for the rest of this. Although they're yes. probably not making the playoffs. What is <laughs> the situation so there? They have to win this and then uh, a couple other things work for them, right? I don't have the, the AFC playoff picture, but they're only eight and eight. Um, which would give you the, the uh, best record in the NFC West, but not the AFC uh, East. Oh, yeah, with Mike White back. I, I forgot to ask or look into that one. Anybody I believe Mike White is back, yeah. He, yeah, he played last week. Yeah, he played last week. Oh, did he? Okay. Shows how much I was paying attention. Uh, I'm going to go with, God dang it, this sucks so bad, both these teams. I'm going to go with Miami to try to win one at home with whoever they can put behind the, the center on this game. Well, good news for you, Gene. Uh, I bought us tickets to go to this game. And it's your job to fly us down there and get the hotel room. So basically an even, even swap thing. Nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Jets have nothing to play for. Tua's already got a concussion and, and missing the game. So, uh, fuck, I don't even know. I'm going with the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to also go with the Jets on this one. All right, well, not a lot on that fucking game. Uh, Carolina heads to the Windy City, New Orleans. What do we have here, Gene? Only a mildly interesting game, uh, but New Orleans got Great it done last barbecue week. and chili in, in New Orleans, by the way. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> barbecue and chili, capital of the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the home team to win. Saints for the win. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, I think Carolina pulls this out. Yeah, anytime Carolina heads to the Twin Cities, man, you just you, can't, you kind of <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. I think uh, I think I'm going to pick Carolina in this. One. Uh, I had a feeling you were wrapping that up. <laughs> the Browns are then heading to the the Pittsburgh. I don't know what, what you guys got want to call Pittsburgh, some other than the Steel City. Uh, I'll leave that to Eugene. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, uh, Cleveland from the from the Browns are heading to the Emerald City of the Steelers, <laughs> Pittsburgh. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Steelers to win this one. I know these two teams play each other pretty tough, but I'm giving the edge to the home team. I really haven't been paying attention. Is Kenny Pickett back and playing? Yes. Okay, I'm going Steelers too. I'm playing. I'm, I'm picking for pride now. I, I can't make up 16 games on Gene. Uh, I mean, the Browns are headed to the uh, Poison Oak capital of the world, um, (laughs) Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You never know when the Browns come to town. Uh, The one thing that the the Steelers are playing for, they they actually still have a shot at the playoffs, but they're also uh, playing for Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. And, and they with the odd number of games year. they have now. And that's so now he, he's been eight and eight in the past, but he's never been obviously eight and nine. So he's never had a losing season. That's what they're kind of playing for. Steelers always kind of uh, uh, handle the Browns here late in the season. The Browns didn't look too bad last week with Deshaun Watson, but I'm still going to go 
uh, with the town that they call the Big Pineapple, uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'll take the home team Steelers on this one. I just want to say real quick that I really appreciate the creativity in the week 18 city names. Um, <laughs> but I have to admit, though, I mean, who doesn't love a Pittsburgh cheesesteak sandwich? Oh, best cheesesteaks in Pittsburgh. Absolutely. The, Pits- the, the classic Pittsburgh cheese. You got to know how to order it, though, Gene. All right. The Chargers uh, going to uh, Denver. I think the last time I had a Pittsburgh, one of those, I, I got dysentery. I'm going with Los Angeles Chargers to uh, to handle the Walmart team of Denver, uh, the the Broncos. Do the Chargers have anything to play for? They, I mean, they're basically locked in where they're seated, if if I understood it right. They uh, do. They they don't want to be a team known to have lost a game against the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, actually, I like give it up for the Chargers. Uh, they they kind of looked. Uh, a little dead in the water and rallied and uh, put together a pretty decent season. Plus, they're getting healthy at the right time. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. The Los Angeles Chargers heading to the Denver Broncos. And, you know, the Denver is known as the uh, <laughs> the, the, the Sunshine Factory. Um, gotta love Denver uh, for that fact, the uh, the great, Los Angeles Chargers are going to win this is one. What you're saying? Oh yeah, the oh, Sunshine yeah. Factory, great town. So, but I will go with the uh, visiting Los Angeles Chargers. All right, well done. Uh, the New York Giants then head over to Philadelphia. Now, the number one seed, the number two seed, and the number three seed in the NFC is still fluid. The Vikings can do no better than number two, but I believe that San Francisco can get the number one seed and the Dallas Cowboys, believe it or not, is still in play. And we haven't heard what's going on with Jalen Hurts yet. He's missed the last two games and they lost both both of them. So what do we got going on here, Gene? The Giants, the G-Men in the playoffs for the first time. They are locked at number six. Probably coming to our fucking stupid stadium. I know, and that's why I'm wondering if they're going to arrest people, if they're going to be trying to... uh start their preparations early Philadelphia I think they want to hold that top seed you know and, and hopefully or well, hopefully I, don't, I give a shit I don't give a shit I, I, they can go out in the first round for all I care yeah a horrible team horrible <laughs> fans horrible stadium horrible city horrible don't state. know how to make a cheesesteak properly head to Pittsburgh Absolutely not. Shit, they, gotta learn, they can learn something from Pittsburgh <laughs> so I'm but I'm gonna pick the Eagles there I think they got a little bit more to play for I'm going for the for Eagles to win one at home, and I hope they don't. Yeah, even if Uncle Rico plays, uh, I think the Eagles have this one. I, I'm with you. The, the Giants are probably going to take it easy. Yeah, I'll take a Gardner Minshew and the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. All right, the Arizona Cardinals uh, just prepping for when they can start looking for a new coach or heading to San Francisco, who couldn't do us a fucking solid and fucking hold on to lose against the Raiders last week. Gene. That was embarrassing for them. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with San Francisco to win this one. Um, we got a lot more to play for in Arizona's trash. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, I go with the uh, 49ers on this one. All right, LA Rams are just going to go up the Pacific Coast Highway to Seattle. Yeah, once they take the 405 and they're going to spend eight hours on that and get up to Seattle, and then they are going to lose. To the Seahawks. Now, 
the, 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 uh, the Detroit Lions' only path into the playoffs involves Seattle losing. But the Packers can just get in by beating the Lions. I don't like that that scenario at all. Um, so, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck the Packers. Fuck their stupid fans. I don't know how many of them assholes tell me, oh, I don't really watch that much four or five weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, like, yeah, what the fuck happened? It's like, yeah, go. You were just sitting there waiting. You, 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 you're a bunch of fucking frauds. Go Rams. <laughs> oh, man. Um... I'm going to stay with the Baker train here and go with the uh, Los Angeles Rams. All right. Well, the Cowboys, who have something to play for, go into Ron Rivera's house and uh, take on the commanders. And we don't even know who they're going to. He's probably going to play quarterback himself. If I was Ron Rivera, that's what I would do. Gene? I would would pay money to see that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's do it, man. Hey, what do you got to lose? Uh, Win-win for the Gipper. Uh or the Gimper in this case. He's probably going to get fired uh, uh, to your chagrin, uh, or actually uh, to your enjoyment, Gene. You actually took a big old dump on Ron, I think, week two. (laughs) Well, he played like number two, or he coached like number two, so why not? Nice. Um, Dallas is going to handle their business here. They should. Then again, you got the Dak Prescott. Well, if he's going to play. I'm guessing if they got stuff to play for, he'll be out there. As long as he's not throwing picks to the wrong guys in the wrong jerseys, then I think they, Dallas should be able to handle their business. So Dallas on the road for a win. A commander is going to take this one. Oh, man. Cowboys got this one all day. And then because it's Aaron Rodgers and the fucking Packers and the blah, 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 blah. The Packers get to sit and watch everybody do everything and know exactly what they need to do at the end. Because... You know, fuck it. Why should they get a, a, a break? Um, Gene. Oh, I'm sorry. Lions at Green Bay. Going. The Lions are traveling from Detroit to the world's largest outdoor urinal, Lambeau Field. <laughs> Did they ever get that plaque you sent up there engraved with that logo? <laughs> they refuse to display it. You believe that, Gene? <laughs> that's, that's fucking embarrassing for them. I know, right? you probably shouldn't put the Cobras and Fire logo on it. That probably didn't help. I actually used your name and photo the whole time, so I'm not sure what's going on. Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm really pissed that they didn't put it up there, sons of bitches. Uh, you know who's going to be pissed? Up. Everybody in that fucking stadium at noon. I am very curious to see what's going to happen in this one because, as you remember... Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers shitting on, speaking of number two, uh, the Detroit Lions. Now, is this one of those things that this, what's the psychopath up there, that coach again, Dan, what's his name? Dan Campbell. Yeah. Campbell, yeah. Is he going to get these guys all rallied up based on uh, the the comments of of one ignorant Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. It's a possibility, but I can't bet on that. I can't bet on him being stable, uh, let alone uh, (laughs) being at the... uh, at the event itself. So I'm going to go with Green Bay to the win, unfortunately. After the uh, the big win against the, the hated Vikings this last weekend, Aaron Rodgers did what so many fucking pathetic and, and small-minded athletes do. He did the whole nobody believed in us. Yeah. You know why? You know who didn't believe in you? Your fan base. Nobody. You were four and eight. 
and you looked shitty in the games you won. Oh, but but nobody believed in you. Yeah, and maybe maybe you would have had a little chemistry with your wide receivers if you actually showed up for fucking minicamp. But no, it's all it's everybody else's fault. You play like shit, look like dog shit, and are called dog shit, and then a bunch of dominoes fall in your favor. You still don't look that good, but hey, yeah, this is why you know the media and blah 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 blah. Lions. <laughs> you know, last week the, the Packers won because one of the co-hosts of this podcast not only picked against <laughs> the Titans, also threw it out there on social media that he was like, look what I did. I picked the Cowboys to win. And you know what? I felt bad for Baco, but I did not feel an ounce of bad for Gene Vogel <laughs> when it came to the to Packers for, for, for the Vikings going up to Lambeau Field for my my boy Jair Alexander doing the gritty in Justin Jefferson's face Classless. as Justin Jefferson is about to fucking knock out a ref. Like, oh, man, he almost took him out with his helmet. Had he done that, that would have been crazy. He's got to be getting a fine for that. I, I'm glad they didn't call a penalty because he didn't see the ref, but yeah. that, that doesn't change it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to like, definitely... reviewing it and fining, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll get a nice little little check in the mail. But uh, but yeah, no, I uh, I will pick the I'm, I'm calling it out, man. It's going to be a Jaguars Packers Super Bowl. So to, to make that happen, <laughs> uh, it's got to be the Packers in this game. Oh, that's disappointing. All right. Well, <laughs> that that wraps up the season. Week 18 uh, next week. We're not we going to talk- pick our teams. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. All right. What are you here, Paco? I got to roll back here. So, not not this so week, uh, um, but uh, we have the Titans going to Jacksonville. Now, this one's for the division. Just a weird anomaly with how things lined up. But uh, so, yeah, to me, you got to be the first guy to pick this game. Well, to make my Jacksonville Packers Super Bowl a reality, we would have to pick Jacksonville here. But, you know, I'm not going to pick Jacksonville there. You know, the Tennessee Titans, they rested up last week. They got everybody healthy. Everybody's like the the cavalry is coming everybody's going to be on the same page for the first time since like that packers game where we won uh and and we'll go down to jacksonville and we'll make those little uh kitties kitties little sad kitties down there in jacksonville get their hopes up get them all the way here all the way to the cusp of the playoffs and then the titans just come in and smack them in the face uh josh dobbs and his uh no hair having ass is going to come in fucking take on jacksonville and uh make them pay for all the nonsense that they've been doing the last few weeks. And uh, yes, Jacksonville is going to go down. Tennessee gets this one. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs at the uh, Titan Stadium next weekend. If the Titans don't win this one, this is another head coach named Mike that they're going to fire. Titans. Right up yours, Tennessee! Fuck you! Fuck you! I'm going Jacksonville. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then uh, Gene, kick us off with the Vikings going to the Windy City. Oh, I got that one right. I, I shouldn't be doing that. Uh, the home of the hot dog, Chicago. The Big Apple. This is one of those uh, annoying type of picks because, well, first of all, I didn't check the weather. And second of all, the... It's going to be about uh, 15 degrees and windy. Windy? Wow. No precipitation uh, in the current forecast. 
Of course, the field sucks either way. It doesn't matter how mm. how much precipitation. Garbage field. It's trash. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Vikings to win, and they better fucking win, especially after the shit that show they had in Green Bay. They need to make a game big time. It's, I, don't, I don't think it's really going to affect anything for them other than keeping them in that mythical, well, there's a possibility they go to the number two spot. I think they, they're... I'm with all the other fans, all the people that want the easiest way, all the easiest path. Bring on the Giants, stay in that third seed, win or lose the game, whatever the fuck. Rest everybody, rest, you know, Kirk. It'd be nice if he doesn't take another hit. Um, Although if Jefferson's, was it Green Bay just got, did they own his ass? It just seemed like he was not going to, he got into a It was the cleats. And well, and then the cleats, (laughs) of course. And then just... That was it. So I th- I felt uh, I felt embarrassed for him actually. So he's got some making up to do. Vikings need to win this one. Yeah, it's a fluke. Yeah, ten hundred yard games this season, uh, uh, approaching the NFL season's record for yards. It's just a fluke. And by the way, he's never done this before, other than the three previous seasons. Um, I'm not worried about Justin Jefferson. I I don't. Man, the Bears are gonna win just because the Vikings are going to take the, the cautious approach here. They're not going to get the number two seed, even though it's technically still in place. San Fran's playing the same time we are. You can't really do the Green Bay thing and go, oh, now that we know what's going to happen, we know what we can do. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, I just... Uh, I'm picking the Vikings because I'm going to pick the Vikings every fucking week, but I honestly think that they're I, I hope they don't play Kirk. If they do, just play him for a quarter. They're too. They, they, they suffered some pretty key injuries on the yes. offensive line. I would I would just basically put in all backups, and you don't want Kirk out there if that's what you're doing. Uh, pull Jefferson. Leave Thielen out there. He's uh, been under uh, had an underperforming year. Uh, I, I think he might be toast. He's just too old and slow. Uh, I love him. I uh, but it just doesn't seem like he he has it. Pull out Hawkinson, pull out anybody of any value, uh, and just ride into the next week. So, with that said, the Vikings eke out a 13 10 win. Actually, they think they need to keep Hawkinson in there. He needs to fix whatever's going on with his hands. He's been letting too many easy throws go through those too hands. Many. <laughs> um,. I mean, you know, the Vikings fans, just everybody's been counting them out all year. I mean, even when they win, it's not impressive. It's like these one-score games. And then they just get blown out by the elite teams like the Packers and the Cowboys. (laughs) And just just, when they actually play a good team, they don't know what to do with themselves. So, And the Bears, you know, they have Justin Fields, who is like, you would think he was... 13 and 0. Yeah, he ran for 100. You're not fucking wrong, by the way. The way they he ran for 100 yards in the first quarter, which is impressive, but they do talk about him like they've actually won more than three games. Yeah. And, you know, since one of the co hosts on this show is kind of a jackass, the other one's my friend. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to pick against the Vikings just because of my friendship, but oh, man. I'll still pick the Vikings. All right, well, that's uh, week 18. That wraps up the regular season for 2022, and we're in 2023, but you know you know how these things work. It's the 2022 season, so uh, the playoffs start next episode. So, gentlemen, skull, motherfucker! <laughs> Tighten up. Skull!
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 